Welcome back to episode 106 of the Blockrunner podcast. Here's where we discuss the latest developments in cryptocurrency while we make this new technology relatable to you. You can watch this podcast on our YouTube channel to follow along with our discussion. As always, I'm your host, William, talking with your co-host, Iman, and here are some of the topics we discussed today. First up, Tesla buys $1.5 billion worth in Bitcoin. Next, which companies are next to buy Bitcoin? Then, how will the U.S. government react to this inflow in BTC? And finally, if companies acquire Bitcoin, how high can it go? All right, let's listen in. So, what's up? All right, dude. So, we've been talking about this very topic for at least four days. I know, man. And it doesn't escape my mind. Yeah. <laughs> Literally living in my head rent free bro can't stop it so what are we talking about um it, it all mean, started yeah it all started with tesla buying 1.5 billion dollars worth of bitcoin yeah dude like that is what started all this dude like up until then like things yeah. were peachy michael like, saylor maybe we had blackrock i mean blackrock is the biggest institution on the planet probably yeah but like does anybody know that no no that's the difference but blackrock i mean if you follow conspiracy theories they run the planet okay right? yeah but, so. but yeah Still, it's something about Tesla, man. It hits different, dude. Well, like it's hitting differently. It hits I mean? different because Tesla is leading the planet on innovation. Okay. And it's, he's, I mean, Elon Musk by himself is moving moving mountains. Yeah. Like, literally, it seems like every week there's a new company, like, coming from Musk. Yeah. Apparently, there's this startling thing he's been. Yeah, he's been working on that. I think it was even Zuckerberg. Uh, yeah, but so. it's starting to enter, I guess, mainstream because he's starting to tease the idea of an IPO for the thing. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. So, but regardless, yeah, the man's a fucking genius, obviously, and, like, his wealth proves that. <laughs> yeah. But also, like, he's, he's like, a he's a cultural icon, man. Like, everybody, he's a household name at this yeah. point. Yeah. Even though he's, he's like, a, he's just an, an uh, what would you, I mean, he's an entrepreneur. Not many entrepreneurs are household names, you know what I mean? Well, he's definitely pushing the envelope on yeah on saving humanity, saving humanity <laughs> at the very least. Okay, um, but regardless, <laughs> so that, I guess that's why it hits different. But at first, when we first this news broke out, I mean, we put like the most bullish YouTube video out, right? So did everybody else. Yeah, everyone's like, "This is it, boys!" Like super cycle confirmed. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, only moon from here. But then, if you settle down a little bit and you start to think about like like the implications of mass amount of money is going into bitcoin yeah and like if, if this is truly is a super cycle that we've been like speculating about for the last few months yeah and like what we think is happen, what we think is going to happen actually happens where we see like a combination of a uh, institutional fomo you know corporate america fomo yeah retail purchasing fomo like that's like the perfect storm for like uh, an unstoppable market i feel like so, so what does that mean? So what what it comes down to, uh, you and I have been having this debate for the last four days. Yeah. And it boils down to what is the United States government going to do about all this money moving away from the dollar? Well, if, yeah, if, if, if yeah, I guess. I think more so there's just, it's, it's, it's not, no longer can they ignore this asset class. Like, for, for one, we're already past the trillion dollar mark as a collective. Yeah, we're like, close to one and a half, almost. <laughs> yeah, and that's not like that's not like a figure we visited for, like, briefly, like like in the last cycle, right? We were there 
we hovered there maybe like a total of like two hours or something until the whole thing oh. just got dropped. On a trillion? Really? Well, I don't, I, I don't I'm just, remember. I'm making that up. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just like figuratively trying to paint a picture of like how briefly we were there. You know, that was that that was like the top whenever we breached a trillion. You yeah. Know? Couldn't believe it happened. It did. Didn't last long. So I'm sure in the government and all the regulators' eyes, you know, they probably looked at that like, okay. Sigh of relief. Yeah. It's like back to normal boys. Yeah. It's like good thing that didn't last long, right? Like, yeah. you know, and then, and then their response to that was, you know, then they started to go through like, you know, sifting through all the ICOs and make sure everybody was playing by the rules. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And then they just started slapping a couple of wrists here and there. Yeah. And then their job was done, dude. Like back to normal. We got bigger things to worry about. Yeah. You know? But now here we're back. Yeah. We're back at a trillion plus and we're just chilling there. And like Tesla is buying, you know, like you said, BlackRock is buying. Yeah. Everybody wants to buy this this internet shit. Yeah. And so mean? the speculation is we're going to have Apple come in and Oracle <laughs> and then Google. I mean, <clears throat> yeah. And it's not going to stop because it's the right move to make. Yeah. I mean, if the United States is printing dollars left and right, mm-hmm. it, it makes no financial sense to hold dollars. Yeah, I mean, it's the same same uh, logic you use or all these corporate entities, you know, and governments use whenever they, you know, hedge against their native currencies with, with gold and silver. You know what I mean? Yeah. There's a reason why all these treasuries, you know, still stockpile alternative assets and ideally uncorrelated assets. So but the Bitcoin crew did a damn good job of, you know, selling their cause. Yeah. You know, I mean, it's working. All right. Sure. So, so let's define uh, the two sides here. So my position in all of this is I'm I'm giving credit to the United States government, probably too much credit. And in my opinion, and this is pure just my opinion, is I don't think the United States is going to going to pull back or push back on cryptocurrencies in any way to the effect of like shutting down Coinbase or pausing Coinbase or pausing Gemini or pausing Kraken. Or anything like that. Okay. So I don't think we're going to see a situation where um, selling cryptocurrencies on any of these exchanges or offloading dollars into these exchanges is going to be paused at all. Okay. And the reason is, is because if the United States did do that, they would be shooting themselves in the foot and officially putting themselves behind the curve for a long time on cryptocurrencies. And I don't think they're they're going to do that because they know that that's what, what will happen. Uh, and so your position is, <laughs> I mean, I, I the only reason I have my position why like it's it living in my head rent rent free because I kind of have like an idea of where this market is headed. I don't. I mean, I, I'm I have a prediction, I guess, and like so, I have a sentiment and a feeling of like we're in like the beginning of an overdrive. Yeah, yeah. Talk about that know? because I think I mean I don't think you're wrong. In, in thinking that. Yeah, because I but, mean, but talk through like how it's going to lead to what your what your position is. Yeah, I mean, all, all I could do is use my history as like an indicator, and and like from from this previous cycle that I, I lived through, all of the indications of like you know our, our market is overextended, mm-hmm. we're in an over euphoric you know sentiment phase. Those same indicators exist now within our market as like, like this is like the daily norm. You know, we're seeing celebrity by celebrity come in and either like endorse crypto or actually like now they're launching legitimate NFT products and stuff like that. Like it's getting out of control. So like if it was 2017 and I was seeing this, like, like this is, this is too much. This is end game. Yeah. Yeah. We've gone too far. But you know what I mean? but now we're we're at a stage where we're past the previous cycle. Yeah, where we should see celebrities. We should. I mean, no, this is like this a normal. Is, this is what we wanted, right? Right. In order for crypto to succeed, what we're seeing happening slowly today 
or actually rapidly today is like it means it's working yeah you know yeah like so far all the work that's led up to this moment like is paying off people are starting to believe and then there's like macro events like are kind of like contributing to this too like the whole idea of like centralized ownership and censorship and all this stuff like it's starting yeah. to permeate throughout mainstream culture yeah you know? we saw with GameStop we saw GameStop I mean, we were seeing with Twitter bans I mean they just totally yocked the president from the platform like yeah. holy crap like I didn't know your Twitter had that kind of power yeah who would have thought a social media platform would have more power than our, you know, yeah, the leader of the world, basically, yeah. essentially? But they do. Yeah. <laughs> so now people are starting to think, sit there and, like, you know, talk about it. Talk amongst the people, you know? Like, people are slowly starting to wake up. Yeah, this whole GameStop thing, Robin Hood. Like, hold on, man. It's like, finally, the little man was, like, getting a little slice of the pie, right? Yeah. You know, it was collectively, like, a tiny piece, but it doesn't matter. Like, we were getting a taste. Yeah. And that was, like, put to an end real quick. Yeah. You know what I mean? So now, now we have feelings of, like... I don't even know how, what to identify that as. Like betrayal, maybe? Nah. Confirmation uh, that things are rigged. I guess, a- yeah. At least the feeling of confirmation that things are rigged. Yeah. It's, there's there's yeah. evidence to suggest that this wasn't a rigged situation. It was just a matter True. of uh, liquidity. At least uh, that's what they But Robin Hood's getting sued for it, so yeah. I, I guess it's going to be revealed eventually. <laughs> Yeah, regardless, but like the sentiment is that is not that the sentiment the sentiment isn't like oh man, I guess you know they they ran out of liquidity shucks right 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 for sure it's definitely not that yeah the sentiment is definitely like fuck man like we really are in a rigged financial system that like we're not supposed to be participants of like anytime like we we kind of like peek our foot through the door you know institutional finance and big government like figure out a way how to keep us out yeah they've actually structured laws and like regulatory you know barriers to, you know to prevent us from accessing i mean they're, they're, i don't want to paint like the government like this is totally shit force in the world yeah like they do some i mean we need it we need government and we, i mean sensible regulation makes sense in a lot of ways yeah. you know what i mean but cryptocurrency and defi and all these things are actively working to like to solve these issues, these core issues that, like, society is finally starting to, like, wake up to. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, as far as, like, decentralized ownership of assets. That's what NFTs are. Yeah. Decentralized, like, social platforms. So, like, no longer do we have to, like, host, you know, rely on these gatekeeper protocol or platforms to, like, you know, host our data and shit like that. Like, yeah, we've already seen the evidence of them totally abusing that power, dude. Like, without our, I mean, with our consent, but without us really knowing. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know, those fucking I agree buttons. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever nobody those. reads. Exactly. Yeah. Terms of service. So all kinds of shit like this, dude. So these are the macro things that I'm talking about that I think are going to... And then, yeah, we now we have this Tesla thing. That's kind of like what catapulted my, my feeling, my gut instinct feeling of like, this market's about to enter like hyperdrive. Mm-hmm. Almost like unstoppable force drive. Like a runaway... Kind of like GameStop. Yeah, like a runaway train where we have different institutions buying Bitcoin, Everything. which which creates a bigger fire for the United States. And uh, and I guess your position is, is that the fire gets so big because so many institutions are going in and retail everybody and, and then like and then which rush. yeah this this a compounding effect in retail which takes not the Bitcoin price from a hundred thousand to potentially two hundred fifty or beyond yeah and then the fire is so big that you think the United States could just pull the pull the plug I think there's like no choice because I, I agree with you that the logical sensible thing would be because like if you could sit there and like spend some time to really reflect on what's going on in the crypto space like yeah you don't want to be you don't want to miss out on it like if especially yeah. if you're the government but that's t- you know governments take time to figure out exactly how they want to regulate you know it takes years in some cases you know so I think if we see this rapid acceleration in the market where like uh, 
if we see this like unstoppable movement and adoption and like rush, you know, to to transition from traditional finance and fiat into decentralized finance and Mm -hmm. currency yeah then the government kind of has no choice but to actually like leverage their their stronghold position in the sense that they they still control the financial tool that underpins all of finance like the dollar they have the world reserve currency yeah and then like you know they've us as retail purchasers we can only enter the market through like certain gateway channels you know coinbase gemini yeah us in the states at least like this is strictly like a states problem by the way if you, most of y'all probably don't have to worry about this yeah <laughs> but regardless if this if these like doomsday scenarios happen it's going to have an impact on the on the overall market right right it has to so all I'm saying is what I'm expecting to happen is the government's going to be caught in a scenario where they literally won't have enough time to react and like sensibly come out with um you know, the proper regulation to not stifle innovation and, and somehow like get the cut that they think they deserve or whatever. Cause that's what governments ultimately yeah. that's what they want, right? They want their they want their slice. Yeah, I mean they're, the they're essentially a business. Yeah. And, and their income is taxes. Yeah. But so I think initially what they're gonna do is put some kind of pause on all the activity. And the only way to do that in my mind is to like, you know, cease all operations on things like Coinbase. Yeah. You know. <laughs> even though even though we're all expecting like this major IPO like at the end of the month or whatever. Yeah. I just, I honestly, which is green lighted by the SEC, by the way. I, I, I know, <laughs> but I seriously think the government doesn't know what they're doing, dude. I, I genuinely don't think they know what's coming. Well, I there's a lot of evidence to suggest that you're right because okay. anytime that these uh, congressmen or senators speak yeah. about cryptocurrencies, yeah, they're at least you know six or seven years behind, yeah, and they think that Bitcoin is for illicit activities and buying guns and drugs. Right? <laughs> exactly. That yeah. that was a, a narrative from eight years ago. Yeah. So. Uh, so I, I completely understand. I, and like I said, I feel like I, I might be giving the government too much credit, but I think there's like speckles of intelligence within the government. Oh, that, yeah, that, definitely. They're not. They're definitely not idiots. Yeah. And I feel like they would be the ones to be like, guys, you know, this this is a big deal. And this is probably going to be one of the biggest transitions that we'll see since the Industrial Revolution. Mm. And we cannot do this we cannot pull the See? plug yeah because we're we're be setting ourselves behind by 100 years if we do that yeah, but see, this this is where the big caveat lies because it, that's the case for all like outside financial institutions outside of like the U.S. infrastructure bubble. You know, the U.S. financial world. Even though I know the world is connected to it, you know, everyone's kind of interdependent on U.S. finance. But you know, the United States has the most to lose. In oh a, yeah, in, yeah. A, in a scenario, they're where, the like, only ones that can lose in in the Bitcoin scenario. Oh yeah, because like, we the United States has the dominant you know drive the financial tool of, yeah. the, of the global economy right yeah the, the u.s dollar that's that's our whole strength that's where it yeah, all lies i agree of course it lies in the united states military power but the only reason why we could finance that is because of our yeah. financial stronghold that we have on the rest of the world so if the government sees that and they understand it and they actually understand what DeFi is trying to do and kind of like like give access to like to these these same financial resources and services that you know we're used to yeah and that we are over leveraging and that you know we kind of control like that only serves to like degrade you know that that stronghold that the united states currently has is what i'm saying so, so why so, would they actively like jump on ship with that well <laughs> you know I mean? hold on so DeFi is a direct attack on the banking infrastructure not the government the government doesn't care well they care to a certain extent what what happens to the banking industry because they're funded by the banking industry yeah. right and so you brought up a point of like <laughs> 
why you think these sensible things because <clears throat> you were reading an article that was saying like you know there 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 are outside entities kind of like warning the government like not to do exactly that don't don't overregulate this space because you run the risk of like you know driving yourself out of it mm-hmm. right but we have plenty of examples where like government has had you know People have sounded the alarm bells in the past, and the government yeah, yeah. did not heed. Yeah, because they're being paid to not listen, uh, specifically yeah. carbon emissions and then and yeah, the greenhouse environment. effect and all that stuff, and pandemics even. And and so know. to your point, I mean, because the government is being paid by institutions, right, that have a vested interest in in one way or another. The banks, the banking industry has a vested interest in calming and stopping cryptocurrencies. They're the biggest force against cryptocurrencies right now than even the governments. Yeah. And so uh, there's there's a chance that having banks fund senators and, and congressmen to sway a particular way mm-hmm. could lead to, a, to let's, let's call it a rug pull from the United States. Yeah, that's what it would feel like, I think. <laughs> yeah. Because, I mean, yeah. And and I, I'm thinking also if if the current market conditions like are are overly bullish and like from the last cycle, the previous cycles, usually like the market kind of self-corrects, you know, at some point the market feels we've gone too far. Like I said, these traditional indicators of like too much mainstream ad- adoption or whatever you want to call it, too much mainstream awareness yeah, usually indicates like the top. But like if we're identifying like that's not the case in this cycle. Like mainstream participation is actually what's going to fuel the growth of it. What's left like to, you know, signal an exit. Yeah, that's true. For that's the, a good for the market. point. You know, like how's the market going to signal like to exit, you know what I mean, this time yeah. around? Yeah, yeah. So back in 2017, when it reached $20,000, you knew when to exit because we had celebrities talk about it. You had your third cousins calling you and saying, hey, is Bitcoin a good time to buy at $18,000? Yeah, those same cousins are calling me right now. Yeah, they're calling you right <laughs> now, right. And like, through, th- I mean, we, we pretty much know like this run isn't done. I mean, we don't know, but I mean. I mean, the the historical trajectory indicates yeah. that we're not done. They, according to the historical data, yeah, we're, we're like halfway through or something. We're like at the midway point. Oh, not even, dude. Okay, we're almost. This is the, this is the first quarter of this bull really? run, dude. Yeah, maybe. Okay. I mean, uh, according to Moon Math, it's yeah, the first yeah, yeah. quarter. Okay, I'm down with that. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take that. Yeah. But uh, yeah, man. That's but but the same indicators that that indicated a peak in 2017 are happening in the first quarter of this bull run. Yeah. So then, like, what what is left to, to rug pull us? You know. I, I know that's so. That's what we got to figure out. That's what we have to speculate on. And that is why I'm speculating that because if you're saying this is the first quarter and we're sitting at like a one and a half trillion market cap and we're expecting Bitcoin to like just totally like moon out at like around 400k. Yeah. Just do the quick like you know. Napkin that's a 10x. A 10x of the current market cap. Where did it, That's an $8 trillion Bitcoin. And and we're, the overall market is in the tens of trillions of dollars. Yeah. Yeah. We've now surpassed the valuation of precious metals, you know? Yeah. And, and you're saying, like, the government's going to see that and, like, be totally okay with that. Uh, but, uh, like I said, they have no other choice <laughs> but to... Uh, so, what, what do I think the government's going to do? I think they're going to create some gates... Um, some onboarding gates where maybe the gate is to the individual or the gate could be to the actual project that's trying to launch in the United States, say for example. And those gates are going to be something like uh, a license or some certificate in order to perform operations within the United States so that there is some way that there's a check and balances with the, the government to continue taxing this activity. Because mm. right now, if you're a DAO, it's hard to tax, right? Because the DAO is just dispersed 
Um, and, and so those yeah, are the things exactly. that, that those, that's a technical problem for the United States to figure so, out. Yeah. Right? We, we could speculate like right now, what, if, if we were in the governments, if we were like government, uh, congressmen, senators, whatever, and we were called into the committee. Yeah. Well, what, what in your eyes is sensible regulation? Yeah. I, I, I could, I couldn't give the answer. And well, I imagine, I mean, I, I can kind of imagine what it's going to look like. Right. I think it's going to mimic what we already see out of like, you know. They're like the, they're gonna expect what we expect out of like corporate entities. Essentially, they're gonna expect like quarterly reporting to. I don't think there's a government yeah, agency you, that exists currently that to report to. I think they have to spin up a whole new sure branch. Of, that's reasonable. Yeah, because like, that's what they do. Yeah, just like they 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 spun up the uh, the space force. <laughs> exactly. Right, it's, which it makes sense if you if you yeah. If we're dealing with like a new paradigm, like the the country has to respond and we have to regulate. Okay. I get that. That is the reasonable thing to do, but that shit takes time, man. A lot of time. Yeah, it and, does. You know, and I don't think the government's gonna have enough time to put those things in, unless they're unless they've been working on it for the last like two years and they're about to drop that shit like tonight. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> like, I don't think that's happening, man. I think they're yeah, asleep but what's, at the wheel. What's the harm of Bitcoin going to four hundred thousand dollars? Dude, the harm? What What's the harm? <sighs> you You know, once it goes to four hundred thousand dollars, it's gonna tank. It is going to tank, and it's going to take down a lot of people's lives with it, dude. Like, that is kind of harmful, man. Like, yeah, a lot of people are going to get, like, stupid, stupid, stupid rich. Yeah. You know? But there's a there's a downside to that, like you're saying. It's going to tank. And, you know, the people who buy, usually at the very tail end of these things, are, like, average people who can't afford to lose whatever they, you know, they yeah, get but suckered into stocks, buying. Stocks, cryptocurrencies is a zero-sum game. I know, but see, but stocks are regulated. They they, they regulate that, that market for a reason, to prevent these, like, hyper collect. How is it regulated in the sense that we can download well, Robinhood oh, they, and we can pump the price of GameStop? Exactly. That's why they're freaking out, dude, because they, they've regulated the market so much. Like, that's not supposed to happen. Like, Yeah, but it did. After, I, I after all that regulation. Yeah, because, like, Robinhood created some kind of, like, you know, loophole. You know, they they, they they breached into the walls. I don't know how, dude. I'm not a fucking. I'm not a meme. I'm not a meme stock investor, bro. I have no fucking idea how that happened. Like, as fuck, internet forum just got too out of control, dude. Like the collective. I mean, the collective purchasing power of the people just got too powerful. I mean, I mean, it was, was one stock. I yeah. mean. Plus a few others. One hedge fund that got one screwed. hedge fund that got I think, screwed. I think they're actually like somehow they ended up like they're up, fine. They ended up like profiting off of that somehow. That's the way they do it. Yeah, you know what I mean. So really, no damage was done. But regardless, man. But that's um, my point. Is like okay, we had an explosion at GameStop. It popped. Everything's sort of like back to normal. There's a new millionaires and there's people that lost a lot of money. Yeah. I mean, it's a zero sum game, right? But I guess what I'm speculating. Okay, so see that that was like a like a, a few billion dollar move there like that one yeah. stock so i mean we're talking tens of trillions of dollars in this cryptocurrency market here like that that's has much bigger <laughs> impact on a much larger pool of people you know yeah what I mean? but yeah the the market is valued at 10 <laughs> trillion dollars but the only thing the only thing that matters in terms of price is what's for sale yeah and and Dude, all these institutions I, buying bitcoin those are not going to be sold anymore. They're going to be kept locked up for yeah. a long time. Okay, but you, but you still understand, like, just because they buy these assets doesn't mean they're they're actively market participants. Like, they're just storing it away. Yeah, in their vaults or whatever. But like yeah. the market, the people who actually have like their assets on exchange are the ones who are dictating like yes. the, the spot price of them. Agreed. So that's not them. Apple's not going to be trading. Absolutely. Tesla won't be trading. 100%. They've already committed themselves. Like, whatever the market does, the market does. Dude, fuck it. We're in YOLO. Yeah. It's kind of like what they're doing here. Yeah, I mean, they're only... And they're not doing it at a bad time. Like, Tesla's only doing, like, 5% of its 
Exactly. Holdings, That's so. why you don't go all in, dude. I yeah. mean, you can some of go us, all in. Some of us go all in, but... <laughs> but Tesla doesn't need to. Like, they have, you know, good cash flow. Well, it's, that's it's It's good cash too. flow now. It's it's good now. <laughs> it's good. They yeah. have a lot of hope, I mean, especially now, because, you know, they're crushing it in the stock market. But I don't know, man. It's just... Uh, uh, where, where were we going with that? <laughs> what was the question again? Well, I mean, uh, I, what's the harm in Bitcoin going to 400000 Oh, I, I don't know if it's just... Uh, I don't know. Like, what what is the harm in us, like, being able to trade options freely on the stock market what's the harm in that yeah what is the harm in that i don't know but the government deems is very but, sketchy shit so they have to regulate the fuck out of that dude but you, you know, know what, what? I, I think what the harm is the harm potential is if you don't know what you're doing that's the harm potential just like buying a gun you should have some sort of license to buy a gun okay right some sort of uh See, now uh, analysis now you're thinking like a government you know yeah a, i mean a legislator dude, if you can pass a test that shows me that you know what options trading is. Lame, bro. Lame as fuck, why, bro. Why not, dude? That's so fucking lame. How's dude. that lame? What are you talking about, man? You would not take that test so you can trade options. No, fuck that, dude. I'll go to DeFi and I'll I'll go use dude. Hedgic and DYDX and like trade my fucking perpetuals whenever I want, motherfucker. Yeah, but once <laughs> you start making ten million dollars, you want to be able to spend fiat <laughs> currency somehow, right? Well, yeah. So then they're gonna they're gonna ask you where'd you make your ten million dollars? Uh, oh, I know exactly. That's that. This is you only and, and then they're gonna stance, ding you bro. for not taking that test. But that's the thing, dude. There is no test currently. No, know? I know, but that's what I'm saying is that yeah, yeah, yeah. if you can prove that you know what you're doing in terms of investments, you're a savvy investor see, I, and you should okay. be accredited. Okay. See, I agree with you. What you're saying is like sound responsibility. Dude, that's <laughs> all governments needs to be sound and responsible. <laughs> and that's what they want to do. But the thing is, you can't apply that same logic to what's happening here in, in, in a decentralized <laughs> ecosystem. Yeah, but it you does can't. more damage if they pull the rug. <sighs> That's what I'm saying. It does more damage. Now, if uh, they do pull a rug, maybe in short terms, like, yeah, everybody gets pissed and they, they buy themselves like, a couple of months of figuring out what to do, mm-hmm. but it's not a long-term solution. Yeah. I mean, how, how do you prevent businesses from, from operating? I mean, that's, that's pure uh, dictatorship. Oh, I, yeah, I know. So, I mean, okay. Hopefully I'm wrong. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, uh, obviously, I'm not like hoping this to happen. I'm just, we're only speculating here. Yeah. <clears throat> like, I just don't think the government has enough time to respond sensibly. Like, everything you're saying is true. That is, that's exactly how they're going to think of things. And they're going to want to apply those same structural rules that we're used to, yeah. you know, to this market. It's just, it's, I think once they actually get like a deep understanding of what it is, and once they start figuring out like, hold on, like they go down the list of all these cryptocurrencies and then, you know, in the top 100 might be easy to identify like who's, who's founding these things and whatnot. Yeah. But once you go a little deeper, <laughs> you start, you start to uh, figure out what like what what is a DAO like what do you mean like there's like a See, community of people all around now, the world now that's the issue that 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 is a technical issue for the for a government to figure out because if a DAO gets as big let's say as Ethereum right Ethereum's a DAO okay and they get as big as they do how do you regulate Ethereum at that point like I, I don't think there's an answer for that well yeah because like again these are global ecosystems right like what what's the incentive for somebody living in yeah you know in, in Singapore, fin- in Finland, or something, yeah. to like want to give a fuck and like you know allocate like a split to the government of the United States. Yeah. Why, dude? We're not operating out of the United States. We're a decentralized protocol. Yeah, you know. I mean, that see, that's that's why this is so confusing. It's like, exactly. how how would you do that? I don't know. I'm arguing you you literally you can't do that. You may maybe maybe 
the United States is an, an entity no different than you and I who participates in this DAO that wants to get a share of the, the transactions and the action taking place. So mm-hmm. they buy a bunch of DAO tokens and okay. they stake it and they earn some sort of revenue based on how well the DAO performs. And that's it. Wow. I mean, that, that would be some innovative government right there. Highly unlikely. Why? I think the more likely scenario is like they they just try and like mimic and steal all the thunder. Like if if they if they recognize DeFi Dude, as a threat, if, if they understood what you and I understood, that is their only play. Yeah, but I, I don't know. <laughs> Dude, eventually they'll understand as much as you and I do. Mm-hmm. So and you're saying that the government's just gonna buy a shit ton of die and like. <laughs> You know what I mean? <laughs> They're just going to like participate like the rest of us, dude. I don't think so, man. The government doesn't, I mean, they say they're for the people, but you know, very far from it. I don't know, man. I, I mean, I mean, now we're, now we're just like, I mean, that sounds like, it sounds funny to, when you think about it that way, that they're, they're just going to participate in this, this global ecosystem, right? Well, I, I, I mean, I, but essentially they are participating right now in this global ecosystem. Well, I mean, the whole, the whole DeFi system is kind of pegged to, the USD. The USD. So, yeah, yeah, in a way, like, you know, we're still dependent. Yeah. I don't know when the, the, that breakaway moment is going to happen, like what that looks like. How yeah, does that I, even I, that's happen? That's a good question, dude. I, yeah. If if the global reserve currency is no longer the US, US dollar, it, it let's say it becomes Bitcoin. So you're not going to have die pegged to the dollar anymore, mm. right? It's going to be pegged to a Bitcoin, some figure of Bitcoin. <laughs> Yeah, I guess. that's Maybe like one choice. Satoshi or something. I don't know. I don't know. Exactly. I don't know, dude. I don't even want to think about that far ahead <laughs> <laughs> right now, at least. You know, maybe yeah. we'll think about that later. But I'm sure that's a thought. It has to be because, yeah, our whole DeFi, you know, underpinning yeah, relies on the stability of the very asset like we're trying to fuck up, <laughs> which yeah, is yeah. fucking very weird. It is weird. think about it. It's meta, dude. It's so meta, dude. <laughs> <laughs> like super metal too. Like yeah. this is hardcore shit, dude. So I don't know, man. At the end of the day, yeah, like this sounds like super fuddy and like super uh like know, ne- it negative. It's totally on the character. He just like popped a balloon, dude. He's like destroyed the party. Nah, man. Dude, nobody gives a fuck what I think. <laughs> <laughs> like, let's be real. I'm just I don't know, man. Like for okay, so I could obviously I'm I'm probably totally wrong. Maybe maybe like Bitcoin and crypto's crush because like we have plenty of indicators to support that it will. And you know, Maybe they think like, well, like, dude, like, this is great. Like, you see these internet people, what they're doing? This is, uh, this is unbelievable. Like, this is beautiful. Don't you think, guys? (laughs) (laughs) Don't you think this is beautiful, guys? You know, they're, they're, you know, you heard of this DeFi thing? Yeah. It's like, let's, 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 let's open this article and see what it's about. It's like, DeFi is like, open financial protocol, like, governed by... But Community participants, not government centralized entities. Like, hold on a second, you know. If the everything's pegged to the dollar, like things like this. Yeah, you know what I mean, if the United States is, um, man, I, I'm forgetting the train of thought here. Okay, if the United States is capitalistic, as we all obviously see that it is, yeah. then it's the United States stands to benefit from the three billion people who don't participate in the global economy. Mm. They stand to partic- they, they they stand to gain a lot from that. Yeah. Because if you add three billion people to the global economy, what does that mean? More spending. Yeah. And if that means that more spending happens through cryptocurrencies, it just it adds fuel to capitalism. Yeah. So why not support this? But yeah, I agree. But I think you're making more of like an argument for like fintech. You know what I mean? Like financial tech, where it's like it, it, well, it, it grants access to. F- like a, a more broader audience because well, of like, you know, everyone has access to a smartphone. Yeah. But still those channels are still, you know, being funneled to the 
to the right actors, you know, basically government, you know. Banks. Banks. Yeah. That's what they want. They want to see the fintech sector grow and blossom, dude. They don't want to see this. <laughs> <laughs> because ultimately, like, you know, these fees are, are going right back to the user base. Like, that's the point of this whole thing. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's it's a financial system owned, governed, and built and profited, profiteered by, like, its own users. You so, know what wh- I mean? so what does that mean? That, they, they, that means the we know. The government needs to be the biggest stakeholder in, in all these protocols. <sighs> That's all that means. Potentially. I guess, man. All right. <laughs> you, <laughs> Don't tell you, me I, I've, I've convinced you in 30 minutes, dude. No, you definitely didn't convince me. <laughs> I, I just don't think like that's how the government works, dude. I think. No, obviously it doesn't. But, man, the government used to work without the internet, and now it does. So mm-hmm. they just need to adapt. <laughs> Otherwise, they get left behind. Imagine if the government... Yeah, but the government had nothing to lose with, like, you know, the... the uh, well, I guess the advent of the internet. Yeah, no, it only that's had true. only had you know the game. The internet wasn't actively but, like looking to. But it does show evidence of a of adaption, not adoption. Adaption. <laughs> adaption. Oh, yeah. adaptability or something. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I guess, man. I don't fucking know, bro. Now, <laughs> <laughs> I don't fucking know anymore, dude. I mean, I'm, I don't know. I think I don't know. The I think I think the right play is to be sensible. I I think yeah. the ultimately that's the message, right? The, the knee jerk reaction is to to pull the rug, right? To pull the plug. Yeah, I think it's about time we have these kind of discussions too, because like during the bear, the the heart of the bear, when we pretty much started this podcast, we were like speculating, okay, what's going to be the driving force for what we're seeing today? And you know, we're we said we said companies. Well, I mean, we were speculating. Yeah, we were just. I'm just saying, like that was the the, the nature <clears throat> of the conversation because we were deep in the bear. So, like, how when's the bull coming? How's it gonna happen? Whatever. Now we're here. Now we're deep in the bull. Yeah. Like now the conversation needs to flip. Like, what's gonna what's gonna fuck up this bull? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> what's the next bear gonna look like? That's you know true. what I mean? That's true. So if you start having these conversations, like you're gonna give yourself enough time to actually like. Like you're saying, adapt and plan accordingly and at least like not be, you know, left holding the bag if worst case scenario that I'm cooking yeah. up in my head happens. Agreed, 100%. You know. And, and so what, like, let's talk about what that looks like. So if you hold any cryptocurrencies on centralized exchanges, it might behoove you to move that. <laughs> wow. <laughs> <laughs> Where'd you learn that word from, dude? Behoove. Uh, I, I do a lot of reading. I know. <laughs> okay. Behoove. Let's go. Uh, but yeah, I, I think it might be a good idea to move onto like a ledger or something mm. and then start planning out like how do you how do you sell your Bitcoin in a decentralized way? <laughs> is there such a way? Um, I have to imagine that there is. Yeah, we need to find out. <laughs> I, I have to. Yeah. <laughs> because that is, that is one of the big questions. Like if worst case scenario happens and our, our fiat gateways, not only are they intro gateways, they're outro gateways as well. Right. That's right. That's right. I mean, and ultimately like, yeah, we believe in all this stuff. We love it. We love the space. We want it to grow. But, but things I, can be overbought and, and you have to play the markets as they got, are. Yeah. You have to take profits at some point. Right. Like, unfortunately, the world doesn't run on crypto. Now, and it won't anytime soon. I don't see, think, now so. the real conversation is is when Bitcoin gets so big that it, it starts to threaten the world reserve currency. Mm-hmm. That's when you start thinking about not selling into fiat or not fiat, but a stable coin. Mm. That's the real that's that's when shit gets real. And I don't we're definitely not <coughs> near that point. Yeah. <sighs> well, I mean, and that could happen next cycle, dude. Yeah. I don't know, man. Yeah, I, I'm definitely not going to give financial advice either. Uh, like, I think the yeah, the point of this conversation is just to get get the conversation started, basically. Yeah. And then you you have you as the listener has to come up with like an individual you know hedging plan in case things happen. 
you know, because you don't want to like listen to this and like have like total fear and panic and like, you know, panic yourself out of the market and miss out on like a ridiculous opportunity ahead, yeah, right? A, like a 10x. Potentially. Yeah. yeah. And yeah, you, maybe, maybe the government just totally is like, man, this was great, wasn't it? Everybody. <laughs> Everybody's rich <laughs> like, now. I'm right? so glad you guys are all rich. <laughs> you know, <laughs> you know like, you're, you know, for some reason, the government's just like awesome. You know, like th- that somehow becomes our reality, but yeah, <laughs> un- unlikely, but still like, you just got to think of it all. And I think it's important because man, we're like totally like diet, like hardcore YouTubers now. And so we're doing like, you know, YouTube yeah, research, grind. YouTube grind. And yeah, like all the, like, dude, I- I'm not seeing anybody talk about this. Unfortunately, it was just like, t- I mean, I understand we're in like a euphoric market yeah. cycle. Yeah. Psychology wise. Well, that's why you guys listen and watch this because it's it's about sensibility. Yeah, we're trying to, dude. We were just like that, like a couple days ago. Whenever this Tesla shit, could, dude, it was, it's too hard not to be like excited about it. Excited because it, bullish. It, it proves you know why we're here. It proves that you yeah, know, we're this, actually this is valuable. Yeah, we're no longer like these like, like fringe like. Yeah psychopaths or whatever they thought of us you know these creeps yeah these internet creeps i mean i love being an internet creep like that's like my, <laughs> uh, that's always my favorite place to you be. thrive on that i thrive in being like this total cringe lord you know what i mean like yeah. <laughs> <laughs> back when i was a teenager all i would do was play video games and everyone thought that was fucking weird right but now like yeah. everybody plays video games dude like totally not weird anymore it's yeah. like weird not to be a gamer nowadays you know yeah 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 so now i don't like the game fuck that too normy <laughs> <laughs> way too normy so crypto uh, is like it's dude, starting to become normie, dude. Super normie, dude. So like I'm looking for my next play already. It's like it's probably like I'm going back to like farming and like you know like <laughs> planting things. Like that's not cool yet. Look at yeah. my seed collection. Yeah, collecting seeds and shit, dude. Yeah, like, who knows? I mean that's always been fringe. I mean for a long <laughs> yeah, time. Probably always will be fringe. So probably I, always will be. I think that's where I'm headed. Now unless you're talking about like hydroponics and like automating like the yeah. production of plants, now you're now now you're kind of like That would be cool. That's like advanced. That's what I'm talking about, dude. Hell yeah, dude. I I think that's the whole government should be focused on automating production of plants, but that's besides the point. <laughs> that is besides the point. But but good point. But yeah, I don't know, man. I guess I mean there's not really much else to say on this topic, right? Like um yeah, I mean <clears throat> I think uh, I think I've successfully won this argument, though. I mean, just saying. We'll leave that up to the users. <laughs> <laughs> Let us know, dude. Let us know if, if, like, I mean, it is. I mean, there's no real clear. Okay, so what are the? If we're to go to Augur right now and like make a bet, make a make a a, a okay. prediction. Yeah, sure. What what would we put? What are the what are the prediction? Um, <sighs> the prediction is within. 2021, obviously, okay, we're going to hit, like, some type of runaway crypto market where, like, things are just getting out of control. So def- what would a runaway crypto market look like, just to define it out? Mm. Uh, I mean, just, like, what we saw with GameStop times 10, <laughs> maybe times 100 even. Like, so, like, a, everybody's a $10 trillion dollar market cap. Yeah, like, we're on our way there, like, very fast. Like, every day, new trillion, another trillion next day. Like, we're going so crazy. Dude, a trillion in a day? That's what I'm saying. Like, okay, imagine what that that's means. That's crazy. And that is crazy, and that could happen. It might happen. Yeah. And all all points lead to that, or all signs indicate that is going to happen. You know what? That's the indicator. Yeah. When we go from nine trillion to ten trillion in one night. <laughs> yeah, it's just like it. trillions of dollars are onboarding into the space. Like that's a global rush. Yeah, indeed. It's a global like gold rush facilitated by like software. You know what I mean? So it's like easy. <laughs> it's yeah. just viral money. You know what I mean? So like. Yeah. So what does that mean? What are we predicting again? <laughs> oh, yeah. So <clears throat> the prediction is, is, is the government going to just come in and just be like, you know, no more? 
basically, or are they just going to be? What, what do you? So, think? so what? What? What does it mean? No more. Like, like shut down all. Like you can no longer buy cryptocurrencies. Okay, just like they did to uh to Robinhood and GameStop. Yeah, allegedly, yeah. Yeah, I mean, whatever happened there? I mean, that's besides the point. Yeah. Um. <clears throat> yeah. All, all activity so I would, seized. I would on... see that and bet against it. Okay. I mean, that's that would be my bet. We should actually legit. We should. Bet. We should. And like actually. And then it market and it so that people can also make their bet with us. Yeah. And then if it happens, it happens. <clears throat> if it doesn't, then you get some money. Yeah. Cool. cool I mean, you win either way. I mean, it's a hedge if you think about it. True. Right? So True. And that's all I'm saying, man. Hedge your bets, boys and girls. Yeah. <laughs> now that'll, that'll be interesting and, and a good good reason to use Augur. I don't think we've had a reason to use Augur up until now. <laughs> yeah, unless you're like betting on the Super Bowl or something like that. Yeah, which good old Tom Brady with number seven, dude. I, know, I think dude. he's probably the best athlete in the, in, on the planet right now. <sighs> Uh, from a from a completion standpoint, at least uh, probably ever, right? He's probably ever, ever, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I so. Can't, I can't think of anyone. I mean, I didn't think anybody could surpass Michael Jordan, but I think Tom Brady has. I mean, I mean, seven seven rings and ten tries. Yeah, and like a whole, just hop into a whole different team. Yeah, and then that was a total on, nothing burger the year before. Then all of a sudden, he just like elevates them to champions. That's that is, that's pretty nuts, right? Yeah, that's. I don't think it. I don't think you could surpass Tom Brady, to be honest. Yeah, probably not. So maybe LeBron has a chance, but he's running out of time. Yeah, it's a long live Brady, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. You know, that's crazy. I think you know. Let's say all this stuff happens with the cryptocurrencies. We do see a ten trillion dollar market cap, and and uh, and we have Tom Brady and Michael Jordan in our lifetime, right? Mm-hmm. Like I, I, we might look back maybe a hundred years from now to this this sort of generation and and see probably the biggest changes in humanity in this generation. Just like with all the activities that that have happened in our lifetime, like from like just cryptocurrencies in general to... um, You're just saying like this is like the most most interesting time to be alive. Yeah, the most active like activity in... Yeah, in 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 like a hundred year span. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think that's just like a result of technology, right? It just like yeah, accelerates I mean, dude, everything. The internet, man, and artificial. We have we never even talked dude, about AI, artificial intelligence. Dude, AI so. is like around the corner. I know, and we were just talking about this off cam, like you know, like the 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 future of like everything automated, like self driving wise. Like we're like talking about like yeah, man, what car what yeah. car do you want, bro? In the future, <laughs> like whenever we hit million dollars, it's like what are you gonna buy? <laughs> I was like, dude, fuck that, dude. I can't like for the day where it's like i don't have to worry about what car i have you know what i mean yeah 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 and you're saying like dude that's probably like a couple years away yeah like, you know tesla has to like lay out the infrastructure where like all you have to do is hit an app on your phone like order a tesla there's always a tesla five minutes away yeah like it's gonna come pick you up take you wherever you want by itself yeah by <laughs> itself yeah yeah so so you're right dude it's just non-stop man it's yeah you just non-stop. have to adapt to the environment i mean if if you're in in uh entrepreneurial mind uh, you set up a, a parking lot with charging stations and uh you you service the automated vehicle transportation system mm-hmm. and oh it's gonna happen because i mean i mean there's money to be made in that market so it's exactly. gonna happen yeah yeah entrepreneurs always seize opportunity that's literally what you do so so yeah looking I mean, forward to that <clears throat> but anyways uh yeah crypto is on its way down <laughs> doom and gloom ahead only despair from here no i'm just kidding yeah but yeah well i mean so we just wanted to talk about that i mean uh and then i guess after this we're going back to our usual i mean today we just talked about matic yeah we talked about earlier matic. Yeah. we're gonna post that video up it'll probably already be up by the time you see this and now then, known as polygon yeah and then from here on out you know we're pretty deep in the DeFi. obviously we're deep in the nfts too so there's like tons of stuff to cover about all that and then now we're getting deep into polka dot i mean yeah and we feel like we're totally like missing out on 
everything else like Cardano. What's going on in Cardano? What's going on yeah. in Elrond? Why are these things like dude They're Cardano? Off. Huh? 20 24 billion dollars dude <laughs> yeah. 28 billion yeah dude, so what in the hell is going on <sighs> so yeah man like our goal and objective is to try and like stay on top of all of this but it's i think it's impossible yeah i think <laughs> uh, i'm starting to feel that too i think so man i think like the stress of trying to keep up with all this is like too much to handle at times yeah <laughs> elrond is up 175 percent yeah why dude in seven days I mean, I get it. That's what I said in the Matic video. It was like Ethereum is struggling so hard. It, it's the market's starting to like, you know, venture out and look for alternatives, basically. Uh, I mean, I think that's what's happening. Or maybe maybe just, you know, whatever show factory these projects cooked up are just doing a damn good job. But, but the last generation was about uh, taking down ETH. Right, Ethereum. And being the Ethereum killer. Yeah, and that's always, yeah, I mean, of course. I mean, are, are we Until just rehashing this? Yeah, we are. Literally. So then, so we're rehashing Ethereum killing projects, and then we're rehashing ICOs with IDOs. <laughs> yeah. Because uh, IDOs, if you've been looking in the IDO space, they're, most of them, I mean, we've reverted right back to 2017, like, you know, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Like, uh, um, signals? No, just like 2017, like expectations like people we don't even care if they have working products anymore like most of these idos are just white papers you know what i mean yeah so i mean that's how it was in 2017 but regardless the market seems to really like them and are picking up on them so there's opportunity there <laughs> regardless yeah. check out that graph price though yeah <clears throat> but yeah so I, th I think uh i think that's it for now yeah um uh, yeah, I think we just wanted to have that that discussion on what we think the United States government is going to do. Uh, but to add to that, what do you think China's doing? What, what did they just do October 25th, 2020, dude? They did an airdrop of oh, 1.5 yeah. million digital currency. Yeah, that's a little weird. <laughs> Not much of a fucking airdrop, to be honest. But, that, that's a testament to like, how awesome DeFi is, dude. One hell of a, dude, these airdrops after airdrops are like straight bangers. But I guess it's because the user base is tiny, right? But what's the incentive Getting for a, a government cut. to do an airdrop? Like, why? Who the fuck knows, dude? Like, like, I don't understand. Why would the United States, why would China do this? Just for, and maybe if it was like a marketing, that's Yeah, it? just to get people like a little, a little teaser of what's to come ahead, I guess. I don't know. And if they're trying to actually build some type of like decentralized ecosystem, which is very doubtful. I mean, you, you want like a good, you know, distribution yeah, what if these governments start participating and making their own protocols? So yeah, maybe you're right, dude. Maybe 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 this is like an indicator like they're going to participate like the rest of us. They're launching a, a DeFi protocol. Well, I think yeah, I think I think that's their only play because I mean that's that's maybe as of, a hedge, like you're saying. That's sort of um, <clears throat> what cryptocurrencies render governments to is participants instead of opposition. Dictators. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I mean that's a viable strategy. You know, if if it's uncertain whether or not like centralized government can, you know, maintain that stronghold in the inevitable future of like DeFi maturing. Yeah. And crypto maturing. Yeah. Then a good hedge would be just, yeah, like you're saying, just, just fuck just it. Make dude. stuff. Just fuck it. Let's just, let's try and like crush this shit, dude. Yeah. You know what I mean? I like, mean, come on, bro. We're China. Yeah. You know what I mean? They have <laughs> infinite resources. <laughs> yeah. Maybe that is what they're thinking. You know, it's like, dude, you're telling me like we make our own. Ave, <laughs> call it, we're calling it Chave. And yeah. like, you're telling me no one's going to want the fucking bank with Chave. us? <laughs> no one's going to want a bank? And like, yeah, just think about it. If everything was insured, like if there was some hack, you would get your money back. Yeah. I mean, they. I mean, the government state they have some some advantages to them that they could add to cryptocurrencies. Mm. So and then so we have China doing an airdrop, um, and no big deal here. 
Um, it's a stimulus package. <laughs> I guess you could call it that, right? I mean, we're, yeah, it was like thirty bucks yeah. per per recipient. Like, come on, man. Damn! Imagine calling thirty bucks a stimulus package. <sighs> Rough. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I, I do have evidence to support my position, and so from Global Legal Insights. Okay. And it says many agencies have acknowledged the risk of overregulating and cautioned policymakers from passing legislation that would drive investment in technology overseas. And so, like <clears throat> this is this is where I feel like individuals within the government are are getting this information that if they do overregulate, you're just going to push the innovation outside of the United States and and ultimately leave the U.S. behind and in a worse position than they are. In a losing battle to cryptocurrencies anyways. Okay. And so, I mean, this is a pretty long article. Everything will be in the description on YouTube. If you're listening, make sure you watch our YouTube channel. We have 10 to 20 minute content on all different kinds of cryptocurrencies from Aave, Chainlink, The Graph. Mm-hmm. And um, and if you're on YouTube watching this, make sure you watch our videos as well. Like, subscribe, all that stuff. Uh, and all the links will be in the description for sure. Um, anything else we want to plug that's going on? Uh, can't I mean, think of anything yet, dude. At least not right now. Yeah. I, I mean, guess we, next week, I think we have, we, we have an interview booked for oh, that's right, Dev yeah. Protocol. Oh, yeah. So, man, that's a good good call. That should be pretty cool, dude. So, I mean, if you don't know what Dev is, I mean, we made a video maybe like two weeks ago. Yeah. <laughs> we titled it, I think, 1,000x something. 1,000x potential. <laughs> which, which it kind of does. Like, I mean, I mean, it's it's only, the market cap is $7 million, dude. Well, there's that and like the the unknown and potentially like hidden like demand as far as like how 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 do we incentivize and sustain like developer engagement in all of these decentralized protocols? Yeah. Like outside of just like token distribution, you know, like dev is kind of addressing that. Like, you know, uh, I mean, yeah, I guess, it's tokenizing I guess, open source projects. Yeah. yeah, exactly. So like once these DAOs and these projects get past like their initial phases, right. Where, you know, Pretty much the keys get left up to the community. Ideally, yeah. that means like the community is up to like the entire development of the protocol from here on out. Yeah. Whenever that, those transition events happen, like where's the motivation to actually like continue to contribute? Yeah. You know? Yeah, exactly. I mean, I mean, there is motivation within like the, uh, I don't know, the <coughs> ecosystem sentiment itself. And like, you know, especially if you're like a token holder. Yeah. And you know, a lot of, but but there's no actual direct compensation for the work that you're putting in. So Dev is addressing that. Yeah. You know, like where a project like one of these decentralized platforms now have the tool set to spin up like this this uh already pre programmed ecosystem. Like whenever whenever you're you know, developers are contributing to to it, they're receiving token That's right. And compensation. Yeah. Imagine if you're I'm explaining it like shit, but <laughs> No, imagine if you're a developer and you, let's say you wanted to build an open source protocol, right? Just okay. like a lot of these projects. And your your hesitation and your resistance to doing that is the ability to fund yourself while you do it. So I think one of the one of the more bullish things that could occur, and this is probably a good question for the head of development and in, in uh, Dev Protocol, is once GitHub natively incorporates Dev Protocol into their UI, mm-hmm. I think as soon as a developer uses GitHub and, and a little prompt says, "Do you want to tokenize your project?" You click yes, and you automatically start with ten million tokens. And then as as a developer starts, you know, tweeting about their project and start getting that traction, people can stake their dev into that project, thereby funding the project and getting some in return. Mm. I mean, that that is an ecosystem that's 
self-supporting. Mm-hmm. And that, that's why we like their protocol a lot because yeah. that is potential. Now, I, I'm curious as to whether or not GitHub is going to natively incorporate this. Yeah, of course. Because, I mean, that protocol did get some funding through uh, Microsoft Studios, I think. Startup, some kind of startup, startup incubator. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, there, there's potential there, right? Man, I mean, man you know. but imagine if GitHub, like, like, turned on that switch. I mean, yeah, that, that's like a whole new giga economy, like, yeah. overnight just established, you know what I mean? Dude. I mean, there's no shortage of developer. Well, maybe there is a shortage, but... <laughs> You know, developers all over the world, you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Will now have access to, like, you know, GitHub from their skill hubs. Would be the place to go as a developer, right? I mean, I think there's some competitors to GitHub, but man, if you can tokenize your project natively in GitHub, it's over. Totally. It's freaking over. Yeah. Look out for that next week. Um, Yeah. So that's going to be next week. And, um, and we got to start figuring out how to do some of this stuff live. Yeah. Yeah, we've been throwing around the idea of, a, what's it called? A Clubhouse? Clubhouse. You call it Treehouse. Treehouse, yeah. <laughs> and we've also been throwing around the idea of, like, we need to, you know, incorporate more Decentraland happenings. Like, if, if we're building, yeah. like, a, a follower base, you guys want to, like, hang and kick it with us? Yeah, I mean, it can be done in Decentraland. It can be done in Decentraland, right? I mean, just as cool, probably, if not cooler, than Clubhouse. Actually, probably way cooler. Probably way cooler. Yeah, so we're going to look into that, too. And we have, we've done that in the past, sort of. We had, like, roundtables with the community. Yeah. Not so much like our YouTube audience, just more like the actual community yeah. of Decentraland. Yeah. And it was doing pretty good, you know. Like, people really enjoy just, like, sitting there in their virtual, you know, avatars just yeah. watching us talk, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the idea it would be, like, we record videos every day, but, like, they're 20-minute long videos, but, like, usually, like, an hour before we record and, like, an hour after, we're just, like... Debriefing and... Shooting the prepping. shit. Prepping and, like, just yeah. talking about happenings, you know what I mean? Yeah. So maybe that could be of interest to you guys who, because sometimes there's like some fucking like you know all these realizations that we have, and then we eventually make videos for. Yeah, it's happening within that two hour time frame that's not being recorded. Yeah, and you know there's I mean? there's a lot of gems like comedic gems that happen before <laughs> and after. See, that's another thing. I gotta be I gotta be careful though, because I, I yeah 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 you do. I say a lot of like really <laughs> not you know politically correct things yeah, whenever PC the camera's stuff. not on. Yeah, dude. So yeah. that might actually. Not be, I don't know, dude. Maybe, maybe shit doesn't count if you're not like live. You know, if, if it's on Clubhouse or in Decentraland, now somebody will snip it, dude, and like yeah, tarnish my rep for life, dude. Yeah. <laughs> I speaking can't help myself, of, man. I have like horrible. horrible speaking of rep, dude, yeah. we're talking about a loan protocols now in, in DeFi. What? Loan protocols, like flash loans and all that, okay. based on reputation and not collateral. Yeah. And so maybe another sector that we need to look into is uh, identity protocols. Oh, we're going to we're going to do that. Yeah. Yeah, I, because I have that, my own theories like it, just like we have today with uh your credit score, which is you well, get yeah. loans based off your credit score. <laughs> yeah, non when you have no collateral, right? No like collateral, how do you right. borrow? Yeah. And that's a sector of the market that hasn't emerged yet. Yeah, right. and imagine if you have a cryptographic identity. I mean, that's that's a forever thing. Yeah. Um, it has no like attachment to your physical identity really. So Yeah has a lot of implications. So, yeah, we'll look into that, too. Yeah. So, we have a lot of stuff coming up. Um, yeah, let us know what you think about our debate. Do you think the United States is going to pull the rug at this cycle, or do you think they're going to be more sensible? Let us know in the comments uh, on YouTube, and make sure you follow us on Twitter, at the TheBlockRunner, and also at Metazone.io. And make sure you like, subscribe, share this podcast, share the video, and uh, let us know what you think. I mean, how we can improve, whatever uh, feedback you have. We appreciate it. We like all the comments. And uh, we will see you in the next video. All right. Peace. Yeah.
Thank you for listening to the Blockrunner podcast. Make sure you visit our website, theblockrunner.com, and sign up to stay up to date on the latest in crypto. Also, reach out to us on Twitter at TheBlockRunner. Yeah.